Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre, the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. Um, Before I welcome in today's co-hosts, I would like to say this episode, first of all, has already been recorded once. I'd also like to say to check out the ESPN Daily. It's available wherever podcasts are available. Unlike us, I assume that when they record, they only need to do it once. And the episode's executed, and it's tremendous. And they're talking about the biggest issues of the day. So wherever you find ESPN podcasts, download the ESPN Daily. And these things happen, GG. I've done it. Today you did it. Um, there are moments when you record podcasts where it just doesn't record. Yeah. And it is incredibly upsetting uh, when this happens. And so Greg and I have done the podcast once already. But that's why. To make to to help us get through it because we already did it once we had to change it up and make it different. That's why, in addition to SGG Sport, I'm also bringing in the live from Palm Springs, Brian Dipperstein. Wow! How is everybody's summer going? Please tell me. Is everybody okay? It's going well. We're doing great. Okay. SGG, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Like you said, I'm, I'm, it's upsetting when you lose the audio, but I'm more upset because it's not even like I lost the audio. I straight up, my mic was muted. So that's just the rookiest of all rookie mistakes. Now the, now the audience gets a bonus. Yes. And it's me. I'm the bonus. What are your <laughs> thoughts? We love it. <laughs> SGG, I can't wait to fight with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll you're going to have a lot of fighting. I'm ready to you're fight. Have a I'm lot. ready to fight. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to fight. There's going to be fighting galore. Hold on. Somebody give, um, give me the gloves. Give me the gloves. Give me somebody. Give me the gloves. Okay. I have the no, gloves. no gloves. I'm, I have no the gloves. gloves. I'm putting on the gloves. I'm putting gloves on. Why not? Why not? Gloves. Oh, you want, you want bare knuckle? You want bare knuckle? Bare knuckle. Okay. Unless it's a loaded SG, glove, then you S- can put on the gloves. SGG Sport. SGG Sport only fights in raw underground. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. I, I, <laughs> That's a lot only. of elbows being thrown. Exactly. A lot of elbows. Oh being yeah. Thrown. Oh yeah. So what are what are all SG- the things on on the shelves? I want to know what is on the shelves. There's gimmicks galore all over the shelves. I did, That's I all even, I care about. I pause. I, I look at the shelves. There's shelves. Yeah. There's shelves. shelves. There's shelves all. There's shelves everywhere. What are you talking about? What are you? What are you? Never noticed the that? shelves. I've never oh, seen you're the shelves. Crazy. Anyway, I'm happy to be talking about wrestling in Gentile, Florida with all of you. Now, yeah, that's right. I am coming to you straight from the bubble adjacent of Orlando, Florida, 
um, right down the street from WWE Thunderdome, where I'll be back for the Payback Kickoff Show. SGG, we already did it once, but uh, let's start with what happened outside the ring, and we'll probably make it quicker the second time we did it. Though, again, irrelevant, because none of you heard this. Um, so I guess we start off by saying rest in peace to uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong. Yes, uh, the patriarch of the Armstrong wrestling family, um, Brad Armstrong, Scott Armstrong, uh, Road Dog, Brian Armstrong. Uh, their father, Bullet Bob, passed away over this past weekend, and we know they lost their mother recently as well. So, you know, our condolences go out to their family, and rest in peace to Bullet Bob Armstrong. Bob Armstrong was born on October 3rd, 1939. He was born in the humble beginnings in Marietta, Georgia. His wrestling career started in 1960. He adopted the ring name Bob Armstrong. He was born Joseph Melton James. That's right. He was a popular babyface in Savannah, Georgia. He had he was a firefighter before that. He he had been um, focused on his wrestling career after uh, 1970, a lot of uh, he unsuccessfully t- challenged Jack Briscoe for the NWA Championship. Um, wow, did you know this? While bench pressing you know, I, a dumbbell weighing uh, weighing upwards of 180 pounds, the bench that Armstrong was lying upon broke, leading to the weight falling on his oh face. Armstrong's face was severely damaged and his nose was torn entirely oh my off. God. He required at the time, and this is 19 in the 70s, he required $38,000 worth of surgery in the 70s. Oh, oh man. That's horrible. Uh, he then uh, he was at once commissioner of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Um, let's see. And then it continued all the way up until. You know, he was he was in WCW working with Brad um, in matches with Steven Regal. And so he had a long, illustrious career, and he produced three boys with his wife who were all successful in the wrestling business. We say rest in peace to Bullet Bob Armstrong. Dip, you knew him well. What was the man like? He was a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hunch you'd say that. All right, SUG, um, um, rest in peace to Bullet Bob Armstrong. Do you, do you have something you're going to add? Sorry, Dip. Can I, yeah, can I ask a crazy question? I, I am, I'm sorry if this is obvious and or if I don't know it. Um, was he, like, is this like Young Pistols Brad Armstrong's father? This is Road Dog is related to him? Like, yes. I'm just, I'm a little. Yes. Okay. Both. Both. Yes. So Brad Armstrong and Road Dog are brothers? Correct. Yes. And there were four, wow, four sons, okay. four brothers. There was a I'm Steve not, Armstrong I'm not a, as well. Did he wrestle mm-hmm. too, Steve? I'm not as familiar with Steve as I am with um No, Steve is in WCW as well. Steve for sure. Young Pistols. No, uh Brad um yeah, no, no, Brad Armstrong was Young Pistols, right? Steve Steve was also a wrestler though. Um Yeah, I, I don't know if he was a Jobert for a certain amount of time in WCW, but there's definitely a a early nineties Steve Armstrong memory. I don't know. I'm sorry if I don't re- quite recall it. I have no disrespect. Oh no, you're right. Um, but, you're right. Uh, it was Steve Armstrong who was in the Southern Boys and the Young Pistols. Yep. There it is. There it is. Okay. So, and Brad Armstrong was, you know, a, you know, a, had plenty of Matt. You know, plenty. He had a run in WCW. I know a run in 
I, I, the Indies back in the day. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm not an expert on it at all. But all I know is he was like, yeah. <laughs> of course, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all Scott's right. the referee, right? Yes. And Scott's the referee. Wow. Quite a wrestling I, family. Four sons in the business. Unbelievable. I wish my family was in the wrestling business. I know, How come I, my family can't be in the wrestling business? This is all I ever want. All I ever want is for my family to be in the wrestling business. I know. For someone yeah, know. with the athletic genes that SGG has. SGG Sport. <laughs> I, I, well, by the way, SGG Sport. SGG Sport 100% upgraded his genes. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's, up, yeah. he's now Sport. He's now Sport. He's now Sport. He's Sport. Okay? He's Sport. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, and not only that, he's he's marrying into, a, 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 if nothing else, a great wrestling last name at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Am I 100%. wrong? I'm taking. It. I'm going to be Greg are, Austin. Uh, it's very rare that that, that in in America because we're backwards, but we're not progressive. Peter, you are breaking up. You are breaking up. Peter. A woman's name, but Greg is going to. Oh yeah, you are breaking up. I'm breaking up. Yep. How, Austin's out. I mean, Hyde is out. What am I doing right now? Yeah, you got to go, Austin. You got to change here. your name. <laughs> With a name that good, you got to yeah. change the name. All right, SGG. What else happened outside the ring? Um, Carrion Cross was injured in his defense and his excuse me in his victory of for the NXT Championship. So, without even able to defend it, he won it this past weekend and. At the very next NXT show on Wednesday, he had to relinquish the NXT championship. Um, I believe it was a separated shoulder. It's going to require some surgery. Oh, God, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I hate hearing this. I am a big carrying cross mark. Big. Big. Yeah, he big had star, potential. Cross. The kid had a future. Let me tell you, though. I don't like the goatee. It's got to go. <laughs> no. Well, listen, it might be gone by the time he comes back. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about carrying Cross is his goatee. I think the goatee makes him, like, too human when he's supposed to be, like, a mythological figure. You I, know what I, I mean? Gotta, I got to tell you, today I had a shaving accident in which my entire beard ended up having to come off. And for a moment, I was considering the goatee because I, I didn't like what was happening. And ultimately, I just can't look at the goatee. I, I can't do it. I can't walk around with this thing randomly in the middle of my face. I can't do it. New York can't can't do it. They can't see you like this. No, no, it's, it was it was horrifying. But by the way, so it's pretty interesting. So Keith Lee drops the title, uh, presumably just you know because he's moving to greener pastures at Monday Night Raw. Right. We'll get to that shortly. So Cross gets the title immediately gets injured before he even wins the title. Right. And now we get the first ever fatal four-way for the NXT championship with SGG four former champions yes. all vying for the title. Fatal four-way 60-minute Iron Man match, which I'm so curious about how they're going to execute that. But, I mean, like you said, four former champions. Somebody's guaranteed to be a two-time NXT champion. Um going to be interesting to see who they actually end up putting it on on Super Tuesday. Mm. Wait, wait, this is Tuesday? I, this is Tuesday? Um, I believe it is Tuesday, yeah. It's not Wednesday? No. It's a special? I don't know if it's going to be like a back-to-back days or if they moved it to Tuesday and it's not going to be on Wednesday, but... Um, well, so, wait, so, so hold on. The question is, I... 
I heard that they were moving it to compete with AEW. Is that true? Is AEW airing Tuesday? I don't think it is. I don't think AEW is on on Tuesday. Hold on. Hold on. More importantly, who's in the match? Who's in, who's in the Fatal 4-Way? Adam Go Cole, ahead. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso uh-huh. Ciampa, Finn uh-huh. Balor. Uh, that makes sense. You know, it's, I'm really getting bored of it. I, I got to tell you. I mean, what are they doing? They're just schmying around every week. You think they're schmying? Yeah. It's a, it, they're in schmy mode. They're in schmy mode. Am I wrong? I'm watching. I mean, I'm not, I missed last week, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm pretty up to speed. It's, it's a, it's a schmy fest. <laughs> NXT is a schmy fest right now. Without Karrion Cross and without Keith Lee, without that feud, it's a, it's schmy town USA. So I mean, for those they still are, have Adam Cole. I, but no one loves Adam Cole more than me. But I'm already like enough is enough. He needs he he should have debuted already. They all should have. It's time. Like what are we even talking about? But um, you know I, I don't know. A- after after the Pat McAfee thing, like where do you go now? Are they going to put the title back on him? It'll be him. What? It, so it, it's the Fatal Four Way is for what purpose? The title to new the new NXT champion to determine mm-hmm. the, the champion. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Finn Balor. It's not going to be. It could be. It could be Champa. I think, Gargano. I think they're going to go Finn. No, no way. No way. It's going to be Champa or Adam oh. Cole. Gargano has let himself go physically. He just doesn't look great. He's not, he's not like in the zeitgeist at all right now. He's mid card at Jace. To hear you say Gargano has let himself go physically when we were just arguing like pit bulls over Jericho doing the exact same thing and Gargano looks 10 times better than Jericho. But, is by the way, Jericho, Jericho, Jericho lost 10 pounds. There's no questions asked. <laughs> Jericho had, Jericho, Jericho has never looked better. How about that? <laughs> SGG, I thought, I thought, I, I thought what SGG was going to say. I thought what SGG was going to say is, if if Dipperstein thinks that Gargano's let let things go recently, what do you think about SGG during quarantine? That that's my concern. <laughs> oh boy, there's a lots and lots. Listen, of I have when, when I when I look at myself in the mirror and I see Chris Jericho, then I'll know I have a problem. But shouldn't SGG sport be like going and going at the gym or, or go, like if you're in sport mode right now, shouldn't you be running a marathon? Shouldn't you be going and going on a, on a Peloton? Do I need to send you a Peloton? You know, I get a deal on Peloton. <laughs> you know, I have a Peloton thing going on. There's something going on with Peloton and Dipper's thing. Oh send, send, I want you to send, I just hope SGG goes downstairs tomorrow and there's a gargantuan Ooh. box. <laughs> Who is SGG Sport? Who is SGG Sport without a Peloton? Can someone explain that to me? By the way, the, so the new logo for SGG Sport is SGG on a Peloton. That is the logo. This is hilarious. Um, yeah, SGG on a Peloton is, is SGG Sport confirmed. Yeah, that is the, def, the very definition. Um, all right, let, let's keep going. There's so much to get to here. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a new NXT champion, and uh, we have Keith Lee in, on Raw. We'll get there in a second. My prediction, it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. That feels so random to me. It does. Mm, feel, but, but Finn feels random. Gargano feels random. Well, it's Gargano all random like, because, Garga- because they no, lost but, the champion. No, but I know, but Gargano is in this weird like heel mode where no one cares and it's not that interesting. Gargano is not a heel. Gargano is a face. Why I say I, Finn is just because, you know, it feels like he would have been the natural successor to carry across in the first place because in nxt we've seen the prince we haven't seen the demon yet the demon i believe uh-huh. is still undefeated 
the demon may have been the only one who could have taken the championship off of Karrion Cross after, you know, a bit of a reign of terror. And so you, I feel like they could just easily accelerate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and throw the title I don't know. It's just, it's just, regardless, Finn is just not that interesting to me. So I'm not, you know, I'm not into it. I, 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 I'm with SUG. I think it ends up being Finn. I mean, ultimately, they brought him to NXT to help put over, to help get him better and to also put over the whole brand. So I, I, I would not can't... be surprised. Here's, here's, here's the, here's, let me, let me give you the cold hard truth. Here. Okay. Dip. He cannot carry the title anywhere. He did already. In my opinion. I, but not well. I, I don't say he can't. I don't say he never did. I say he can't carry it well. He can't be the guy. He's just not the guy. Let me tell you something, okay? Let's, let's, not, let's not fake it here. If he were the guy or he could have been the guy, he wouldn't be in NXT. Okay? Oh, my goodness. No, no offense. No offense. All due respect. Wow. It's, it's, you know what? You it's say all due shape. respect as if there was a modicum of respect there. It's a great you, know why? I like, you know why? Because I like him. I don't dislike him at all. I'm into it. I always have been. You know how I feel about he always had, should have had the paint. He should have done the entrance every single time, no matter what. That's the sacrifice you make. That's what Sting did. That's what Warrior did. That's what, you know, you know many, many other people did. But, and that's how I feel about Finn as in general. But, like, his paint was much more elaborate. But, okay, I keep going. I, I know, I know that. But, but by, the, by the way, it didn't have to be. It could have just been his face. Yeah. No, because then, it, then it had, like, a black facey vibe if it was just his face. He needed the full, like, comic book thing. Okay, but you know what? It's faded to nothing, and uh, I don't think he's someone that can carry a title in any in any promotion in a real way. Or by the way, in any what, in- SUG, SUG, what you just said by accident is that if they did it that way, it would then be quote blackface address. Yeah. Well, sure. that's, we don't want that, of course. But no one wants. It could have been red. It could have been red and white. Face, I just, yeah. we do not. It could have been red and white. Um, but, all right, SUG, uh, what, what else? What else? What else happened outside the ring? Um. Renee Cross, Renee, Renee Cross, Renee Young, excuse me, officially said goodbye to WWE. We alluded to it on the show last week, uh, and then at SummerSlam, she broke the news to the WWE universe that she is, in fact, done with the company. I think I did a great job working the GP universe last week, pretending I didn't know for a fact that it was, in fact, her last day. You did. You did. You and me. And I had I had a great time. I wish I'd gotten a little bit more time during the kickoff show to put her over, but we, it was going to be two hours. They cut it to one hour. We didn't get that much time. And I wish I'd gotten a little bit more, but it was a lot of fun. That last show with her was a lot of fun. And I, she went, I love that she went complete balls to the wall and just called out Jerry Lawler for blocking me the second the show started. Yeah. It was the first thing anybody (laughs) heard on on the kickoff. Yeah. It was the first. It, it kicked off the kickoff. Was Renee saying when they introduced me, Peter Rosenberg? Renee goes, "Hey, Jerry Lawler blocked him on Twitter." <laughs> she did an unbelievable job, though, and uh, and um, she'll be missed for sure. And yeah. by the way, they, uh, AEW capitalized on it by immediately making reference to her on Wednesday, a thousand percent with MJF. I mean, I don't What'd know they if say? that was great. Uh, MJF, who I want to talk about later, but I think is I don't know. I, I, I would I would equate him to uh, I put him on the Mount Rushmore of, of mage people right now, but he's he basically he that's right. But he basically I'm gonna uh, have an said, aneurysm uh, by the time this is done. Please somebody call an ambulance for, yes, a, for, for, SG, for SGG Sport. I mean 
<laughs> the ambulance of the Peloton can race here. I'm using whatever gets here first. <laughs> SGG, SGG, SGG Sport. There is no one more committed to the craft right now than him. That that's a that, that's a different point. His commitment is not to be questioned, right? For sure. There's no one more committed to the craft. That's all I care about. But I mean, I'm the man, not took, the man, the man takes. Oh, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You've lost your mind. I'm calling. Uh, I'm I'm calling Burberry and making sure they you're never allowed to purchase any of their items. <laughs> that's um, fine. MJF isn't either. Apparently, I'm not convinced that's a real Burberry scarf. But <laughs> I think, by the way, this scarf is the only thing that's real. <laughs> where is he getting all the fabric? I want to know where he's getting all the fabric and who's making all the Burberry clothes. I want to know. You, and you, by the way, I know that the the Wardlow and all the other guys, like their 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 neckties are all real for sure. I own several. <laughs> but um but anyway i di- i digress um they mjf made mention to renee immediately by saying to moxley uh in the contract signing for their title at uh, match it all out uh tell your tell your cute wife i'm single <laughs> and 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 uh and uh dean ambrose absolutely loved it i mean clearly didn't love it in cafe but he loved it uh, you could tell um, well, we will, um, see, we will see what happens down the line. And if Renee Young randomly one day appears in AEW as John Moxley's wife, I, I would love to see her in a full fledged storyline as his wife at some point. She's so much bigger than wrestling at this point, though, don't you think? Mm-hmm. She I is think- his. She is his wife, but you know. To be back weekly with a wrestling company feels like it's not beneath her, but she's definitely. Oh, listen, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow because um, I doubt that it can. But I, I think at some point, regardless of what she's doing, I think at this point, you know, as, as you can tell, if you read, if you heard her, her, her article, her letter in The Athletic, um, the Players Tribune. She, one? she clearly. Uh, sorry. Okay, I'm good now. Um, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I think Renee will be always connected to wrestling from here on out. I, I really do. I don't think she will ever completely disassociate with it for as long as Moxley's wrestling. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if and when that happens. Because you know, uh, what? as else? long as Moxley's wrestling, people are gonna. Um want the same thing you said. They're going to want her back in some capacity. But uh, speaking of Moxley, he was just named number one on the PWI 500. And of course, when this news hit social media, uh, the wrestling world went into an uproar. What was Uh, the uproar? The, you know, people are shocked by John Moxley at, at number one. He's certainly... You know, he's the AEW champion. Um, he did have a good run in AEW and New Japan. And I know that the PWI 500 takes into account some of the kayfabe stuff, you know, that being the win-loss record and things like that. But, I mean, me personally, I would have gone Adam Cole Bay Bay at number one. Oh, God. Easily. Oh, here we go. Based on well, November go. alone. Oh boy, here we go. So why don't we why don't we have SUG read us the top ten and then we'll discuss. So the top ten uh, we're gonna ha- stop. We're gonna have to go past the top ten to like have a normal conversation about this. You know eh. that. I mean we can throw out we some don't really names. need you you well, never three. need more than a top ten. 
What are your I see, uh-huh. countdown? Past from, 10, let's count down. Let's leads. start at 500. Start at 500. <laughs> right. Count those down. Right. <laughs> and at number 500 is uh, Fufu Smash Mine at uh, oh. 499. Oh, Fufu Smash Mine made it this year. Fufu Smash Mine's in. He's in. Oh, that's the Major. He just I didn't even know he had a match this year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, big match. By the way, a big match. Big up. <laughs> a big match against Adam Cole. <laughs> But then right, the go, top go 10. Top 10. Top 10. We got AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston. AJ Styles at 10. Kingston at 9. Seth Rollins at 8. Cody Rhodes at 7. At Okada at 6. Naito at 5. Drew McIntyre at 4. Chris Jericho at 3. Adam Cole at number 2. And in at number 1, of course, John Moxley. Um, Moxley... Definitely top three. I would not have put him number one. Jericho at three is ludicrous beyond words. Oh, my God. Um, oh Cody, my at, God. Cody at seven is too low. Cody at Cody's definitely top five. Maybe I would flip Cody and Jericho and flip Moxley and Cole and then have a top ten that I could be happy with. Peter. Peter. Yeah. Peter, are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm here. I think that SGG Sport is in neutral. <laughs> are you, you, do you are you hitting are you hitting the side of the lane when you when you drift and go boom 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 on the bumpers on the side of the of the road on the of the highway? Is no, that maybe, what's going on with you? Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't push the sport button. Uh, I do even have to push the sport button. He's he's. Is there a button to be pushed in that car, or are you just sport? Are you SGG Sport all the time? A great question. They're all the all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. There's no good argument for Moxley at one. As much as I loved, agreed. Ambrose, How about that? Agreed. As much as I love John Moxley, there's no good argument for him at one. He wasn't he wasn't ever the face of of AEW. He carries the main title, but he always seemed to be behind um, Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes. So, Dip, who do you have? Who would you have at number one? I'd have Chris Jericho at number one. Oh my God! The level of he, okay. The oh, yours, the I mean, by the by the way, by the way, I don't know a single wrestler personally that wrestles for AEW. I have absolutely zero skin in the game. I do watch it every week because I enjoy the show. But there is no question. There is absolutely no question. There questions that he he is the most important person in the not the WWE universe, of course, but in the wrestling universe. There is nobody more talked about, more relevant, more interesting, more entertaining, more free to be creative than Chris Jericho. What? End, end of story. I don't disagree with anything that Dip just said. However, and this is, this is going to be the crux of the argument between you two, you didn't mention in the ring, and he's not – he is not the best in ring wrestler in the Who, world. That but is but sure. by the way, it but by the way, it doesn't we've entered a new era where it doesn't matter anymore, dude. Mm, I'm not there by myself. I'm not there by myself. I'm not there with it you. It doesn't it matters to it, by the way, deep down inside to the three of us and many of many people in the GP universe, many people in, in wrestling, re, many wrestling, many marks around the world, it matters. I, I care what happens in the ring. I do. You care, but you just go about to argue that you don't, because you want to. Yeah, I'm arguing both. I'm arguing both. Say anything to coddle and prop up Chris Jericho, including argue against yourself. 
and then people call me the contortionist. But go ahead. When was you the last time? Wow. Let me ask you a question. Wow. Let, me, let me ask you a question, CJ. When was the last time you saw a match and your head exploded on television on a on a, on a weekly basis? Does it even exist anymore? When was the last does time the, you saw that from happen? Jericho? When was the last time you saw that from Jericho? Because that's I'll not tell the point you, I'm making. The, I, you never seen that last, from Jericho. But in what, the last what, you, year, in the last year, which is what we're talking about, Adam Cole would go on takeovers and put on these amazing matches. He just had an amazing match with Pat McAfee that had no right to be as good as it was. In November, you watched Adam Cole go out on Friday and then Monday and then again on Saturday and at a takeover and then again at a Survivor Series and have four bangers in a row with war games, his title defense against um, Pete Dunne, and the match against Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan. Beat Daniel Bryan, by the way. In the past year, carried the NXT Championship. And quiet as it's kept, he did a lot of his wins and, and a lot of his success came without Undisputed Era. He didn't have to hide behind them. He performed and threw it on his shoulders on his own. And you're telling me that there's was the face of NXT, was the face of NXT when it became the official third brand, when they went and dominated overall and SmackDown. And you're telling me that Mox, just because he's holding the title, is he anywhere close? And then Jericho, I got as important me, as he me, was, is anywhere close to Adam can Cole? I, can, I, can I, this is not going to be as fun as we want it to be because I agree with everything you said. Well, thank you. I think, I think Adam Cole is number two. I, I love Adam Cole. I am a huge fan, okay? In every way, shape, and form. I have no issue with Adam Cole. I think he should be WWE champion. I, if, if he premiered tomorrow, if he premiered tomorrow with his cronies and they were the biggest thing in wrestling, <laughs> that would make you, how many times, Rosenberg, how many times have I said that, 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 that uh, Undisputed Era needs to, needs to debut in WWE and be the biggest thing going? You've been saying it's it for time. a they, year. They, they literally, as of this moment, I mean, by, by the way, they've never looked better. They all look great. They're mm-hmm. all at the top of their game. They're all prime age. They just are the best. Okay, I love them to death. If they debuted tomorrow in WWE, if they were the leaders of retribution and and all of a sudden they were the guys that were on top and they were challenging the Randys and the whoever else, the, the, the Drews, whatever the case may be, they would be on top of the world. And my whole opinion of wrestling at the moment, the state of the business would change. Okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I am taking nothing away from Adam Cole. I am a gigantic fan. I still think your take on Jericho is preposterous. Who cares what he does in the ring? Every single time that music hits, it's like, oh, here we go. Here's entertainment. I cannot, tr- I'm not going to try. I'm not going to fast forward through this segment. Chris Jericho has something to say. He has something so, to say, but what does he do though when the bell I, rings? Who cares what he does when the bell rings? It, it, I don't I care. Do. But like, what, do. did, what did, what but, did, but, but you know what? Your argument is ridiculous. 90% of these wrestlers who were, who were on top in the 90s and the 80s or whatever, none of these guys had some crazy ring work scenario. I love King Kong Bundy. What did King Kong Bundy do? Kicks, punches, and, 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 and he sat on people's chest. Hold on. You know, my guy is the Bret avalanche Hart. So of the gonna, Bret Hart was amazing in the ring. Agreed. Don Michaels was very good at the, in the last half of his career. Ric Flair for the style that he worked in the Jer- 70s. Chris Jericho 80s, at that time know, was great too. Chris Jericho at that time. Ray Mysterio, even Adam Cole. We love Adam Cole because we would sit front row at those takeovers and watch him razzle-dazzle 
in the ring. So you can't tell me that you're not a work rate guy now just because you want to defend Jericho. Wow. I'm, that's not, I'm not, SUG, I'm not saying that at all. I like a, I like a great work rate. I, I enjoy yeah. it. I, by the way, Joey Janela did something this week on AEW that like, it was so simple that I've never seen before. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love watching <laughs> great wrestling. I love watching people wrestle, do crazy things in the ring. Nothing, I, nothing excites me more. But at the end of the day, dude, as far as entertainment value, when Chris Jericho, when that music hits and people are singing the words to the song, that it's not even a wrestling song, it's a real song. When people are singing the words of that song and he comes out and he spits his, you know, when he furthers a storyline with his words, it's exciting. It's interesting. It's, it, it, it's something that people want to see. What if the he's hell in is WWE that? What right now, he'd be the, the biggest star. What is the beep going on? I don't know. You want to move? Is that your beep? Yeah. Oh, it's, the, it's the beep of the cinch. Okay. It's, gone. it's, it's fading as this. There it goes. It's gone. Um, this, uh, listen, you guys are never going to convince the other one about the importance of work rate versus the importance of entertainment. But you both agree. You both have Adam Cole at number one, essentially, where you have him at number two. So you guys are good, and you both have Moxley top ten. You both would agree mm, to have Yeah, Cody. top ten, not, not top five. You know me, dude. I'm not a Moxley guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a Moxley what are, guy. Are you, what are your SGG? What are your, Go ahead. What? SGG, no. are you going to argue with me about Moxley now? Not top five. I mean, I could slide him in at five. I would be. I would have had no issue with it, even if he was as high as two. But Adam Cole not being one was what, Here, what caught my eye with it. Here, here's the bigger question, you guys. Who are the? I mean, I, I please read them off again. But who are the top five in WWE? Who would you say have made the most impact on the business? In in you know some of the New Japan guys, I you know I must admit I don't watch New Japan. I have you know I know there's incredible work being done on New Japan. I take nothing away from it. But you know some of the guys in that were top. What I know Kota Ibushi of course, and I, I you know I I know the I know some of the names, but I I haven't seen much of their work. But like as far as WWE, like I I I, I just I put Seth Rollins up. I, I don't even know Bray Wyatt is like number. What is Bray Wyatt? 16, number eleven, twelve. Oh, Bray oh Wyatt was Bray, Bray, um, Okay, ready for this? Bray Wyatt's number three. Yeah. Bray Wyatt three. Bray Wyatt could be two. Okay, two. I mean, that? I would I well, wouldn't have Chris, him so high Chris because Jericho. of the matches, but I mean, for, right? I, what you established. Well, you gotta have, you gotta have matches though. The problem with Bray is there's not a real uh, there's not a real body of work match wise right. to put him that high. Entertainment value, and I know uh, what, that's I, what I, I was gonna say. In terms of what you established as you know the Dipperstein criteria, I can see right. Bray Wyatt yes. shooting right up to that number two spot. Okay. So, okay, my, in my opinion, we're talking about what, what's the what's what are the dates here? Because I, I'm Kofi is of course doesn't count anymore. Unfortunately, I, I, I totally it's July first to June first. Okay, so Kofi would still maybe be in the conversation, but not really. I don't know why Kofi's in there. I'm a, you, no one loves Kofi more than me. I love him. Okay, huge fan of Kofi Kingston. He doesn't deserve to be in the top ten of 2020, half of 2019. He, in 2018 and 19, he was there, of course. But they diminished his role a thousand percent. I don't even know what he's doing right now. He has no role. He's nothing. Well, he's off. Yeah, he's, so, he's off right, so, now. right. So, so you know, number one is Chris Jericho. Number two is Bray Wyatt. Number three is maybe. And I'm, I'm again, I'm taking out the New Japan guys, and w- meaning no disrespect. I think maybe number three is. I, 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 I Seth Rollins. 
you know, I, I you know, obviously Roman's Seth, not there Seth, right now. Seth should be very hot. Seth, and- Seth, Seth's, Seth's gimmick, regardless. I mean, by the way, let let and let's all let's all let's all give credit to the Seth Rollins feud right now. It's interesting. It's some not that they've done anything truly incredible with it, except whip Dominic, you know, and and, and show that footage. That the, the Dominic stuff is good. I'm not saying Dominic's good. I'm not saying I'm not interested in the actual nitty gritty of the storyline. But the fact that it exists and that like they've committed to it means something to yeah. me. And I'm, okay? I agree. I agree. And, so, and they had and they had a very good match at SummerSlam. It and was I mean, you say match. yeah, Seth yeah, they did. They did. Interesting, but like the guys le- legitimately collecting eyeballs. So let's not forget. About I that. love the Zara jacket. I think that jacket. I I went to Zara several times with my mask on to find that jacket. I can't find it. I don't know if Zara's made it just for him. I but like the it's jacket a, too. It's a, it's a very nice jacket. I like the jacket. Too. The, the most the money. I like the bringing people together. I'm into I think, it. I'm into I think, it. I think I think I think Seth should be very high. I'll tell you what. Based on the last four months, I would have Randy Orton very high. Of course, um, absolutely. What number? Absolutely. What, where is Randy on that list, SJJ? He is not in the top twenty-five. That's that's that tough to me. Posture. That's, I mean, you would think that him and Edge might have gotten in the top twenty-five just for their, just for the greatest match ever. Right, mm. which ended up being like a a really good match. They saddled themselves with some really high expectations, but Braun Strowman, I'm fine. He should be higher. I mean, a hundred percent. Why? And by the way, I, Keith Lee is is it number eleven? Keith Lee. Keith Lee may or may not be top five. Yeah. Look, okay. Why in the hell is Kenny Omega 13? Kenny Omega is Jobert adjacent-esque. I I hate to say this. I hate to say it, but I know it's, I know it's kind of impossible for them to, to fathom that Kenny Omega with as good as he is, is not a top 15 guy. But the year he had on AEW, which was basically his entire year, it was not a top 15 year. No, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. Hangman Page, okay? Bigger year than Kenny Omega. A bigger year than Kenny Omega, especially since last week, which I loved how that progressed last week with Young Bucks, with him turning on Young Bucks. For the record, that is the best thing. That is the best thing. I actually spoke to Wale this week, or had a random wrestling talk this week. And that is the best thing AEW does. Their patience with storylines is so old school feeling. The fact that they're willing to take a few weeks and not do much with a storyline, they don't force it on TV every week. It allows, right. it allows the Bucks, it, it allows the elite storyline and the breakup of the elite, the eventual breakup. They have, they have teased it out for months and months and months. And when we eventually get whatever happens between the Bucks and Hangman Page, it's going to feel so impactful. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I totally agree. I will say, though, okay, and this is what I, I wanted to mention this today. We're jumping around a lot. But, you know, AEW is somewhat lacking in storyline in the last two months, three months. I mean, I... I need to go a little deeper right now. And by the way, I really enjoyed last week. I enjoyed the week before. Or I enjoyed two weeks, two weeks, two weeks ago, and this week. I really am enjoying it. it I mean, the wrestling is incredible. SGG. Um, and by the way, but can I let me go off? SGG for someone who is obsessed with wrestling. How are you not watching AEW every week? Do you know what's, go- Do you know what's going on? 
Do you know the wrestling quality that's it's going on in it, It's you, it is, What are you fine. saying? It's not I, fine. It's it's the best wrestling on television in ring. What are you I, saying? I, I will say I, this is going to come as a bit of a surprise and controversy. Oh. I think that the wrestling is good on AEW. I think you overstate it. I do. I don't know. I, don't know. I for some I, reason it's very impactful for me. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> it, it it's just it's very good, but the stuff that you pop for is spot festy. It's not it's not great. Like for example, you will have no interest in the Sasha Banks Oscar match from SummerSlam, which was a really good match that told a story, but you'll pop galore over a random AEW match where there's just a bunch of spots where people are standing around waiting for people to hit moonsaults. Yeah, which, you know which what? You know what? Ends you're, up being a Young Bucks match. Sorry. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But maybe it's just may, maybe I'm feeling this way because it's just the presentation of it. That's it's fair. The, it's yeah, like their presentation's to, great. There's you know no, what I'm saying? No, like, no, no, maybe yes, that's. Maybe that's what it is for me. I mean, there, there, I, there are mm-hmm. a few. Sorry, real quick, Dip. There are a couple of things that I think mm-hmm. that are really working to to their advantage. Number one, I've said this from the beginning, and we have to get to talking Thunderdome in a little bit because I do think it's an important sure. improvement. But the 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 amphitheater is incredible. It is. Yeah. It it is huge that they're working out of the amphitheater. Oh, it looks. It's great. an amazing okay. venue. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's number one. Number two. And I, I, this is this could be somewhat controversial. I believe that Jim Ross has really settled into his position at the job right. now. I don't think it seems like he's working so hard. And because they don't produce him nearly as much as Tom Phillips and Michael Cole and company all have to be produced, it allows there to be a certain level of looseness on commentary that helps the presentation. Um, they, they tell stories. There's a little bit more fun. It doesn't feel like they're hawking things all the time. It just feels like they're calling shows. But um, by the way, it's not a massive corporation. And so as a result, you get that. And I, I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not defending WWE at that point, but, but, but you're absolutely not to interrupt you, but you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You are. I agree tenfold with what you're saying. I just, I don't think like, for example, I believe Corey Graves is the most talented person probably who sits at a microphone, at least from a – I mean, Cole is an unbelievable talent in a different kind of way. Like I said, I've watched him call matches for hours before, and what he does is some of the most underappreciated, ridiculous, pressure-filled, high-intensity work anyone could do in the business. It's insane. I don't know how he does it. But from a sheer entertainment standpoint, the most entertaining person on the microphone is Corey Graves, and particularly since they've moved to SmackDown, Graves does not have the kind of freedom that you have when 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 JR is kind of messing around with Excalibur and Tony Schiavone no. or Taz or Chris Jericho or whoever they have. They're able to sort of talk through matches in the way WWE used to back in the day during the superstars where they're talking and building character and just kind of kicking it. So I think that is part of the, the presentation that really helps AEW, and then it's their patience in storylines. I think that they're not—you're not forced to push every storyline forward every single episode. And I think the yeah. result of that is things like Retribution, where we're now getting Retribution completely. It's so huge, mm-hmm. and most people think—and we have an email in the in the mailbag we'll get to about this—that no one knows where it's going. Yeah. The only thing they can do is CM Punk, baby. You know how I feel about <laughs> CM Punk. The only thing that would be 
major is if CM Punk were revealed as the leader of Retribution. That feels that impossible. would be. It, it be, feels impossible. It would, it would explode. It would I mean, made. literally, it's a phone call away. I mean, I, I don't know any of the technicalities. I'm talking ignorantly galore. But I will tell you, <laughs> in, from a completely ignorant perspective on the scenario, it is a it, it, it is a phone call away, and it would be major. You want it? You want him? You want someone to skyrocket to the top of the PWI 2021? CM Punk being the leader of Retribution yeah. is. Bed Bath and Beyond. He would take it. Not he to would mention take it in ten days. Bed Bath and Beyond. It would be gigantic. It would. It would. Oh my god! It would change. It would change, change, it would change, change everything. It would change everything. The ratings would be different. Skyrocket. Everything. Everything would be. I agree. Yeah. And I'll tell you. Besides that, and that's not going to happen. Besides <laughs> that, I, I don't know. know what you do. I I don't know what I don't know what the way out is. Of I don't know what the way out is of retribution at this point. It I'll tell you right now, it needs to be resolved in the next two weeks. Yeah. Because if it's not, it's 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 like what is going on now? It's just a like a like a mockery of rioting. I don't even know what it is anymore. I wouldn't say okay, it needs to be like resolved, it. I, but more needs to be revealed. The motivation yeah. definitely. Needs we need a hint. We need a hint. We need a hint. Yeah. Um, and that that'll take me to the mailbag. Where Mark says, Dear Sweet Pete and SGG Sport, first time, long time, uh, been here since the Onyx era, which is very, the very beginning. But the complete repuggery of all things retribution has forced me to write in. This has to be the worst angle WWE has come up with in a long time, non Goldberg related. This is another example of a problem that's been plaguing the storytelling more and more recently. They come up with an idea that seems cool. And just throw it on TV without fleshing it out or any planning on where it will go. It happened with the mysterious hacker around Mania and it happened with Rowan's mystery pet. They just run the same bit over and over every week because they have no idea how to stick the landing. The problem now is that those were all minor storylines, whereas retribution segments have been headlining these shows for weeks now. Michael Cole breathlessly screaming, we still don't know what they want on repeat does not help. I was actually really excited to see Ray and Dominic team for the first time. So to have these jabronis cause a DQ, the third DQ finish they did last night, was a real bummer. Anyways, keep up the good work, fellas. Mark. P.S. Mm. Montez Ford adding a 180 to his frog splash is major and deserves number one on the Shad Gaspard Black Power Ranking. Great email from Mark. Great email. I agree with the Montez Ford gimmick. It, that, uh, it's, God, it's he, he is Montez, Montez Ford is such a big star. Oh God, he is so mage. I like. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think he's trying a little too hard. But um, you know, get, putting that aside, I think Montez Ford is so talented. Is there anybody that gets air like this guy off the top rope? No, nope. I have never. I, I don't know if it's the camera angle and they know that, so they're like doing it a certain way. But is there a soul? Have you seen a guy get this air? before it's it's profound maybe how much RVD. air he gets maybe RVD. no no way dude this guy gets the most air i've, I've ever but seen the 180 life. puts him over all those guys that's been frog splashing throughout the years yeah like, i agree i agree i am a, Eddie, i am like the i am 180 a, is i'm a big fan of montez ford i'm a big fan of bianca belair i'm a big fan of them 
those two are the future a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, they have they could be they, very, they could be very big. They're it. Okay. If I had to say who's it, it's the Undisputed Era and it's Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Yeah, I would okay. I would uh I would invest heavily in yeah. both. Mon- I would be buying stock in Montez Ford if if I could. I will I will predict that Montez Ford is headlining WrestleMania in the next decade. Okay. Easily. I think he will be Oh my god. I I think he is such an incredible wrestler. I'm a huge fan. Huge. Now, now um as we work our way through uh SummerSlam. We're talking about retribution now. Sorry, my retribution, sorry. We were talking about retribution, but <laughs> oh, that's right. But we basically, basically we basically covered the, the the problems that exist with retribution. Um, and um, as you did, we hit we hit all the topics we had to outside the ring, right? Yes, we did. I hope so because it was like forty five minutes ago. Um, but we 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 need to mention, and this does relate to something outside the ring because there was some controversy around um, the WWE Thunderdome because a couple of jabronis did dumb things with their squares. Um, you know, the Ku Klux Klan videos and Benoit and things like that. Oh boy. But, but by and large, by and large, I think that it will take time to make it better and to make it work completely. And I, I have not talked about this with Dip yet at all. Uh, SGG and I have, but I believe LED boards improve the product dramatically. Yeah. I think it feels dramatically different. Uh, Dip, how do you feel? I think it's true. I, I agree a hundred percent. I'm, I haven't seen it in person yet, which I hope to, you know, I, but in the next, you know, few months, but I don't, you know, it's not, it's still lacking, unfortunately for me. Um, but uh, it does, it does make a difference. It is really cool. Um, I haven't been part of it yet. Um, which, uh, maybe I, you know, I know a few people, maybe they can help me with that, but, um, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been a part, I haven't been a part of it yet. So I don't really know what it's like, but you know, to be a part of it. But, um, but when I you, but when you, when you flip on the show, when you flipped on it's raw, a big difference. It's a big difference. Week, it looks, it looks like the show again. Mm-hmm. It looks like raw. Degree. It looks it, like raw. But also a big part of that is just being in a monstrous building. And, and, and so let me add this part. Um, cause I realized I talked about it earlier and I want to make sure I mention it. I, I feel that moving to the building beyond Thunderdome, moving to the Amway Center is a huge deal. I was at the last show in a real building and the first show back in a real building. And the feeling backstage the other day, I was not in the PC during the months in between during quarantine, but during the time backstage last week, it felt like a regular show again. And I know that at some point it got to the point where it it did not feel regular. It felt regular. You know, in the hours leading up to the show, everyone's in the arena like normal. It feels like the same as it did prior. There's no crowd. And instead of the crowd showing up, the boards go on. So like there is a feeling for the talent too that they're being watched, that there's a crowd there watching them. It does serve that purpose. And I think it's a really, really big difference. I, it'll, it's going to take time and and more work to get it right and to continue to work on piping and the sound the way they are and getting the audience. Like I noticed tonight, um, they started SmackDown with the Jeff Hardy promo. And when Jeff came out and started and, and went for a cheap pop, the crowd all knew to clap in their square at the right time. And that yeah. stuff's important. Mm-hmm. 
That stuff's mm. important. They, they have to be able to coach them to where like, hey, here are the things we're going to say. When these things are said, you know, you kind of have to coach the audience more because okay. it, in the crowd, they would do it naturally. But at home, they're not going to do it naturally. Right. They but need right to be led. Right now, it's too loud. The, the, the piped in uh, like applause and, and crowd sounds, they're too loud and they're overtaking what people are saying. Mm. There's no, I mean, I, I mean, it, it's undeniable. Yeah, that's no different it, it, than it, when it, you were there though. <laughs> people would chant over people all the time. Oh, but come on. It's never, it, 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 this is piped in sound. It's very loud. It's very loud. But um, you also, I'm, I'm happy. You, have, you're, you, you know, have, you have very sensitive ears as well. Some very, of the most sensitive yeah, man, ears. Yeah. In the, in the industry today. <laughs> And I will say um, this too, because I, I know we spoke about it earlier. Like, you know, those people doing the foolishness in their squares are gonna, they're probably gonna ruin it for everybody because the Thunderdome is mage. WWE invested a lot of money into this, clearly. Uh, they invest, they're investing time to trying to get it done right. And so, I mean, A, if you don't get yourself banned, you're probably gonna, they're probably gonna make it invitation only or something like that that's gonna cost most of the WWE universe. But, you know, let's not let's not ruin it for everybody. I don't think. I yep. Think I mean, people are the worst with our audience, but I mean, it's still something that needs to be said. Yeah, and I, I think it's a I think it's a neat idea. Like the idea of doing it. You know, obviously you wouldn't want to do it every week where you're bound to your TV for three hours. But I think the idea of doing it every once in a while would be fun. And looking for yourself on screen. And listen, the fact of the matter is, give credit where credit is due. It was a rough six months. But when Vince McMahon and WWE came with their plan for a digital um, uh, resolution and a looks solution, it, it looks better and different than anything else happening right now. It's, it's, it's the, it delivered. It looks great. I'm into it. I have nothing bad to say. Except, oh, for, the, except, for, the, except for the volume. It needs to be like <laughs> – they, they need to figure and out I the also, I also would add too that the uh, – I got to tell you, the, the COVID testing process to go into work um, it's pretty good. I, I it, it felt good. very safe. It felt very safe and comfortable. The testing process is super organized. Fantastic. You have to get your results before you show up to work. And then the result when you get to work is high level of comfort. People still wearing masks, but there's a different level of comfort when you're in the building because you know you're with all people who've been tested. And let's be honest, you know, there there were a lot of people who really crushed WWE early on for continuing to fight through when COVID was, was at its worst. And it's still, by the way, really bad. Right. Um, and I, I hesitated to do that um, for several reasons, but most legitimately because there's, it was, it was a risk it was a calculated risk that they took. And ultimately while the the PC police, of which I'm sometimes a member, but it depends on the issue. In this case, though, the PC police who were all over, like the people, that's probably the wrong way to put it. The 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 let's wait to crush Vince McMahon and the WWE crowd. <laughs> they wait like was two ready seconds. to. They they crushed them the second they they worked. And while it's unfortunate that people that I know and care about got COVID, um, you'd have to say that honestly speaking, it has turned out pretty well. No one has been in a really dangerous and precarious situation, knock on wood. And they've been doing it for six months straight. They put a system in place. Now they have a digital crowd. So it hasn't been perfect. There have been rough spots. But I think right now we're entering a period where as we head towards the winter, 
and it is a no one knows what the winter is going to be like right. in terms of this pandemic. They're in a good spot to get to the best place they've been so far. And what needs to be said about how WWE handled COVID um, as well, while there were those mass firings that they, they typically do around um, that time of year, the people who, who had like a good spot in the company and decided that they didn't want to go into the PC era, like Sami Zayn didn't participate in the PC era at all. He comes back, he still has an Intercontinental Championship in his hand. And he seems to be slotted right back into the mid card where he was. My God, Thunderdome Rome, aka Keith Lee, aka Grill Goldberg. He came yep. back and he's back in the Universal Championship picture right where he was. So it seems like, you know Kevin Owens too. Yeah. They weren't punished for for, you know, taking their health and safety. And and it's and it's priority. worth note. That that is worth note, because let's be real, anytime something like this happens, everyone just assumes that they're gonna be mistreated. And they're going to be punished for the beliefs that they have. But Sami Zayn appeared on SmackDown tonight uh, in in full Sami form. Um, mm, so, mm, spoiler alert! Sorry about that. Sorry, buddy. Um, you know, people in this town. No, we said <laughs> but, Tommy Payne, not not Sami Zayn. It was another guy. So, so, anyways, it's worth mention. Um, and we got to mention um, Teeth Lee. Now, a lot of people were describing the Roman return as a heel turn it, it was not no that was not a heel turn. No. By, the, by the way why not just do it the company hasn't uh, crumbled to the ground without him there at all so why not add him as a heel how is this not in the conversation it's it never, so stupid i don't i don't it's the same thing as cena i i really I, hope but it's not dude that's the whole no. thing it's not the same thing as Cena. It's completely different. I think it's actually exactly the same. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, think yeah, no, 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 on their end. But I'm, I'm saying in reality, I'm not talking about in kayfabe. It's the same thing. But in 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 practicality, in in on, on planet Earth, it's not the same thing. So well, because the co- the company's in a different place. So it, it's a calculated risk that at this point would make so much sense to take. But I felt that way about Cena before too, and. I, I, I hope that on Sunday um, we see a turn from Roman, or at least, if nothing else, a yeah, real character it. change. Mm-hmm. It oh, has the only, the only character I, change I, is the gorgeous teeth. They are beautiful. They are beautiful. I'm going to chill out with the, with the teeth Lee and, uh, and the grill Goldberg. I'm going to stick to Thunderdome Rome because I don't want to catch a Superman punch. <laughs> it, it won't be a stray either. I you know what? Say. I'm happy he's back. He's never looked better. I would. Yeah. I, I have other. I love. I have no Roman Reigns issues. And I'm, I'm with saying. you guys on on the fact that they would need to commit to a heel turn. But I'm just saying, like him returning the way he did was not a heel turn. It's not. A Now's, heel the turn when Now's the moment. When show up and and beat on two. Like Braun abused a woman, and Bray's been heel tormenting Braun, arguably pushed him to that point in the feud. So when you show up and beat on two you know, despicable, evil, despised heels like that, it doesn't also make you heal, no matter how vicious you are about it. I, I totally agree with you. Um, it, was, it was cool, but it was not a heel turn. So when people said that, I was confused. Um, mm-hmm. Other takeaways, other takeaways. That's people wishing. Is, That's people wishing it was a heel turn. So okay. here, I'm not going to be able to read all of the emails because we've already been ramb- rambling endlessly without emails, but there was one I definitely want to hit. Here we go. Carlos writes us, 
And he says, hey, Mage One in the world, statless man, longtime listener from Puerto Rico. This is going to be quick and simple. The Bailey and Sasha storyline is the best thing going on right now, in my opinion. And after watching their untold doc on the network, they should hold off their match until WrestleMania, with Sasha winning next year's Rumble. It's the only event big enough for this match. They truly deserve it. Let me know what you think. Stay safe, and thank you for keeping us entertained during these rough times. Thank you. Dip is always already huffing and puffing. Dip, <laughs> I, I I couldn't agree with the guy more. I think I think well, if the way you if the way you get there is that Sasha Banks wins the Women's Rumble and calls out Bailey for a match at Mania, that would be a mage blow off to a years long okay. story. And Dip, before I know you're chopping at the bit, but before you get there, I have to add the wrinkle that you threw in there earlier when we had this conversation too, Rosenberg, of you know them holding the tag team titles. So just before Rumble season, and then suddenly they lose that. Bailey still has her championship, and now Sasha's left like, you know, what the F? I sacrificed so much for this team. I have nothing, and you still have everything. And now I don't think that's going to happen because I think they've already teased out that this is going to happen sooner than later. But I do think that would be the way to do it. And um, I'm not going to tell you the exact result here, but another spoiler to Jace. Big E continues okay. to look mage in his in his role in his push as a, a okay. Well, let's star. Look. okay, okay. I'm gonna you ready for the swerve. You ready for the Dirty swerve? Sure. I agree. Wow. If I agree, if Bailey, if Sasha wins the Women's Royal Rumble and calls out Bailey, I'm down with that a thousand percent. Okay. That's I the am kind of like long-term it. story storyline you can get behind. That's right. I like where it's going. I have no problem with all of a sudden it's turning into something interesting. But I just want there to be meaningful promos. I want them to be less scripted. I want there to be a little bit of improv. I want them to just feel a little bit like natural at, like at a, at a like with a at a natural disagreement. I don't need them to be doing nonsense, you know? I need them to just be a little bit more less scripted. This isn't dip. This is dip's assistant. That sounds exactly like him. This is not Dip. Oh, I, I, I got to tell you guys something that just happened, unfortunately. We, we, can't, we can't not talk about it. I, I mm. have to know what was just said. Uh, Dip, can I give you a spoiler? Yeah. So um, the theme, how, how I big have, is I, it? I, well, I don't know exactly what was said. So... It could range between not a big deal or the most major thing in history. Okay, and I gotta go. I gotta go in a minute. Okay, most major thing in history was overstated. But uh, SGG, did you have your TV on? It's on mute. Did, did you see what just happened? I'm, I'm looking right now. There's a little bit of a delay. Okay. By, by the way, by the way, if it's not major, then please do not tell me. I mean, oh my god. Dip. We're dip. We're doing a podcast about wrestling. We are. <laughs> yes, you have to prioritize this. You have to. You're a guest. Oh, God. I, and, or, or you can hang up right now, but it's, we need to analyze it. SGG, turn up the volume and let us hear the last few seconds of SmackDown. Can you let us hear the oh, last Oh, no. 30? I heard it. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What the why, hell is why, going on? Why, why, I like that SGG saying, oh, God, that was such an indicator of how big of a fanboy he is because it's great news. And he said, oh, no, like it was on? real life. But no, it is great news. I said, oh, no, like it was real life because I'm so hooked. And me saying, oh, no, should indicate to dip a little bit about what might have happened there. 
No, how could he have figured uh, that out from one own oh, no? Because oh, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you. I, I mean, I'll right tell you how. Let me predict. Let me predict. Let me predict. Yes. Sasha You're Banks. Not gonna get Sasha. No. Sasha no. Banks just hit Bailey no. with the title. No. I'll no. tell you. I'll tell you how he could have predicted it. A. We were just talking about. Don't potential. don't give it away though. We were just talking about the. No, 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 no. I think you're gonna give it away. You're gonna give it away. Let us just hear. SGG, rewind and let us hear the last forty seconds. No, there's no rewind. I was I was on my phone, so it was a little bit of delay. But uh. Oh, so you don't have it on your TV. And if you say if we say it, it is gonna give it away to dip. Just give it away. Give it away. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up on Twitter. And it is gonna it. give it away. Is to something? Dip. Is something? Is, but it wait, was made. Is there something, is there something if, going but, on? But but did you hear the words? Did did you hear the words, SGG? Yeah, I did. And is it? Does it? But it doesn't confirm that what it appears was happening is happening, does it? Yes, it does. What is going? What the hell is going on? Um. Okay, here. Oh, that's a GIF. Hold on, I'm trying to find video of it. Guys, so the the on? final scene. I'm I'm trying to tell you. The final scene of SmackDown is Adam Pierce spends the whole episode trying to get signatures from people for payback. And for the contract the signing, final for the final threat match, uh, he he goes to the fun house and then he finds Braun. Um, I believe at the top of the top of the hour, nine o'clock hour, and then. Okay, I think we have it. I think we have it. Here we go. Hold on. He's with Roman Reigns. Listen up. No, the audio is not good enough. Hold on. Dip, I need you to keep holding on. I'm getting it. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Break everyone and leave. That is a guarantee. And I will win back my universal championship that I never lost in the first place. It's a single shot of Roman. And now the camera's panning over. That's not just a condition. That's a spoiler. Hmm. Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman is with Roman Reigns. Major. I love it. Major. I love it. Is that what's happening? Is that real? And and I'm not going to lie. I said, oh, no, because I immediately thought of when, you know, Bobby Heenan shows up next to Andre. And it's like, you know, I talked about him simply attacking them as not being a heel turn. I am fully on on board with people classifying Roman standing next to Paul Heyman. as Was Paul Heyman there? Was Paul Heyman there? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Here we go. We're having a conversation. That's a heel turn, by the way. There's something going on. There's something going on. Someone this, this is, is. This is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now this we were, is wrestling. This is wrestling. This I is it. I cannot believe. I cannot believe we were doing the show fantasizing about Roman Reigns turning heel and how it will never happen. We never record the show during the show and during oh the show God. roman turns heel with paul Heyman. Uh, Jeez, we might have to do dude. another hour we might oh have to my have god to... here we go this is it this is fantastic fantastic i, I love it here it is amazing there's oh. something there's something going on believe me i cannot believe this that is so gigantic and I love it. I mean, 
Roman Reigns. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. (laughs) Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman has the potential to be the most hated pair ever in WWE. I mean, they could be oh, my yeah. this is it. of the list. They're already halfway the, the, there. They are already New chapter. If, if Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are the heel manager and, and champion, it is a new chapter in wrestling. That's how profound it is. Yeah. Yes. New chapter, new era, the new, new. Doesn't it, isn't it uh, Bruce who does uh, SmackDown? Bruce does not both, both. Bruce, Bruce is doing both now, right now. Thank you, God. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank wow. you, God, for for having my mic on mute early and forcing us to record this together. You know what, SGG? You know what? That's. Have you ever heard the song "Unanswered Prayers" by uh, Garth Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a dream episode now. This is, this is a mage episode. Roman popping the Lord. Heel. Did you did you watch it yet, Dip? No, I'm no. I, I'm gonna have to watch it tomorrow. In the clips, I'm not in a position to watch it. I'm in I'm in Gentile, Florida, right now. I can't. Uh, I, I don't have reference. And I will win back my And by the way, how much let me more sense it. That's not just a prediction. That's a spoiler. Oh my God! Is he so? He's standing next to him. Yep. Oh, baby. Is this, so is John Jones is going to fight Brock Lesnar for the heavyweight championship, or whatever, or the number one contender. <laughs> now, now, what they better not do. The one huge risk here in which I will have a conniption is if Roman teases it, but then instantly the first week turns on Heyman. No, they got to ride this out. This needs to be at least a year. Yeah. They got to go. It would make, I am telling you right now, I'll show up to the building on Sunday and just walk around going, whoever this is, this can't end. This, please let this be real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow, mage! Wow. So, I, so basically, so basically, if if anyone for anyone uh, who hasn't seen it yet, there it's it's Adam Adam Pierce is standing up talking. Roman is sitting on the couch, and Roman starts talking about I don't even know what the match is. It's a triple threat match. Yes, triple threat and match for the Universal Championship on Sunday. On Sunday. Wow! And all of a sudden, payback becomes monstrous. I mean, monstrous. <laughs> Monstrous. It makes payback bigger than SummerSlam. And, Are you excited? And, and, oh You're going to be there, baby. God. I'm going to be there 100%. So Roman, Roman's sitting on the couch and goes and says, says the whole thing. And then Roman says, and that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. The camera pans over. Roman looks over. And Paul Heyman leans in and says, believe that. So Roman and Paul switch their catchphrases. Oh, Major. my. Major. 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 <laughs> Absolutely amazing! Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm high. Thank I'm God. high off wrestling again. See, this is what we want. This is this all is it takes. what we want. This is all I, it takes. 
you know what? I'm going to have SUG. We might have to go do an Instagram live right now. We'll promote the podcast. I'm already in on whatever they're going to do. I know. Whatever this, <sighs> All right. whatever this is, I'm in. Um, Peter, by the way, I have a Kevin Hussey here who says hello. And Nate, um, I'm a big fan. And, and I know he's a guru guy. And uh, he's a big fan of the Nas album. Wants to know how you feel about it. I tell him I think it's great. And tell him I expect him to listen to the Locks album tonight. Confirmed, he will. Um, all right, Dipperstein, we'll, 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 we'll let you go now. Go live your life in Palm Springs. Listen, stay mage and, and uh, good night, good luck. Good night, Take good it luck. Easy, man. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, SGG. Uh, do we do anything else? We just close this thing out. Yeah, I mean, can, can we end on a higher note than that? Yeah, uh, we'll bring. We, we we did a Black Power rankings earlier. We'll 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 do it again next week, and we'll do more mailbag. We had done mailbag and all that stuff on the previous show, but as SGG said earlier, this was obviously meant to happen because that was awesome. Yeah. So, um, payback kickoff show Sunday at six o'clock. Oh my gosh, I am so excited! Wow, uh, take it easy, SGG. Take it easy, man. It's professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. This is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left, the Majesty. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mutt, 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 Mitch.